right, we're going to welcome our Oklahoma team up. And so if you're a part of the Oklahoma team, if you'll be making your way to the front. Um, I know some of you guys who have kiddos, it's probably easier to maybe be on the side, so a little maybe um, a little less distracting, right? And so we're going to invite them up. Miss Karen's got our pictures, and we're going to be showing those. As they make their way, um, I, I want to encourage you and just remind you that what you're seeing right now is, is really a, a part of the DNA, the heartbeat of our church. Um, as you hear about Kentucky Changers that happened here locally, um, and so the, the serving, the ministry that happens here in our community, that, that's gone on this week, and that, that's a heartbeat of our church. Um, as you think about, as you hear this morning, you hear about Oklahoma, and that, that's part of the heartbeat of our church, is that we want to take the gospel to this nation. And then you heard Brother Todd sharing about Zimbabwe, and so you hear about the nations, right, and reaching people from other lands, and, and going, and leaving this this, this nation that we know. And so um, I, I just want to encourage you so that you're clear on that, that this is, this is part of our heartbeat of our church, is, is that we want to take the gospel to this community, to this nation, and to the nations. And by the grace of God, we continue to continue that. And tonight is a reminder. Tonight kicks off a, another ministry of this community with Vacation Bible School. And so it's just another opportunity to keep sharing the gospel. And so we're going to continue to do that. So maybe you're wondering, what's up? Why is Oklahoma sharing? What's happening here? What's going on? I, it's Paul's first missionary journey, and it takes place Acts 13 through 14, and, and Paul and Barnabas are sent out, and, and they come back, and, and listen to this, how it finishes, and then we're going to launch into sharing. Acts chapter 14, beginning verse 26. It says, from there they sailed to Antioch, which is where the church that had sent them out, Antioch sends them out. They would come back, and it says, where they had been commended or committed to the grace of God. Listen to the statement for the work that they had fulfilled. So this morning, we want to be really clear about this. The work that happened in Oklahoma is a testament testament and a testimony to the grace of God. Let the church say amen to that. It is not about the banner of Greensburg Baptist or any individual member here waving. This is the banner of Jesus Christ. It is a work of his great and kindness and grace toward us and toward the work there in Oklahoma. And so we return back, that work that we fulfilled by the grace of God. And listen to what it says. This is why we're doing this this morning. So, again, I want you to hear this, that we are following a biblical pattern this morning. This is us being a New Testament church. What's happening here is, is a reminder. We are following the New Testament. Listen to the statement, verse 27 of Acts 14. And when they arrived and gathered the church together. Look around. The church is gathered. This is what we're doing. Listen to what they did. They declared all that God had done with them and how he had opened a door of faith to the Gentiles. So this morning, this is us following the example of the New Testament, of gathering the church together to declare this is what the grace of God accomplished in and through our lives, and sharing the gospel, and fulfilling the work to which he had called us. So why don't you guys listen up prayerfully, encouraging. Um, I know there's a lot of folks, right? We took right around, what, 35, Miss Karen? 33 folks, right? That's a big group to go. And um, thank you already to Miss Karen and her leadership, and um, thankful for those who lead in that area of ministry. Miss Karen, anything from you before we start? Or Okay. All right.
If you, if you look, some of them's got T-shirts on, uh, just to kind of help you to understand what we talked about this week while we was there. Our, our theme for the week is, Who Am I? And so we used the verse, 1 John chapter 3, verse 1, to kind of help launch us into that, to figuring out who we are. And so it says, See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God. And so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. And so... I think Miss Karen said that uh, I, I had an opportunity to share first. My pictures was up there, and so I want to say thank you to the church for uh, allowing us to go and, and uh, helping us to go. I'm going to be real quick. Uh, I guess my role this week, I got to be camp pastor, and so it was a great opportunity to share with uh, young people and adults, again, God's great love for us and just to help them to grow in that. And so... Uh, I don't know, I know we had one little girl uh, got saved, maybe some more, but it was just a great opportunity to love on them and share the Word of God. And so uh, every night there in the worship center on the, on the left at the bottom, they kind of got a new uh, worship center. They got air conditioning in it the week after we left. And so uh, praise God for that, looking forward to that for next year. Uh, but I also had the opportunity to, uh, to lead in archery as an activity, and so we had a good time, and we, uh, we learned about don't miss the mark. And so... Uh, trying to hit the bullseye and what God has called us to do. Um, these are my crew of, of young people there in my small group. Had a good group of young men, and we had a good time and just learning about that uh, with one another. And uh, some of their stories uh, is heartbreaking. And, and for me, one of their things is they, a lot of those guys didn't have uh, dads at home uh, to share with them. And so uh, for these men to be there that week and to share with them, uh, to give them some godly examples of, of leading men. And so I'm, I'm super thankful for our, our men that went and served. Um, and then up here on the far left, that, that was probably one of my uh, greatest moments. I got to go and, and see every day the different ones leading in Bible study. Uh, but the first day I got to go, and you may not be able to see real good, but that big tall fella, he's not here this morning, in the corner, Isaac Young, and then Faith, uh, and then we have... Lexi and T-Bear, and so they served and, and shared uh, God's word faithfully that week. And so that was a beautiful thing for me just to see our young people uh, moving. <laughs> Thank you. And so uh, they're learning new talents now. And so uh, for them, for me that week, just to see those guys, you know, I watched them growing up. When I started in youth ministry, these was uh, guys that was just coming into youth ministry, and now they're going and leading other people. And pointing them to Christ. And so it's just a great reminder. Brother Jimmy poured into them about how many, you know, and we learned this week, uh, I think Brother Steve said like seven out of ten youth leave the church after they graduate and go out of high school. And these guys have been faithful and are being faithful. And so I praise God for them and their desire to share the gospel with other young people. And that's who I want my kids to see and hang out with. And see these guys are being faithful. And so thank you all for leading. And, and pointing them. So, again, thank you guys, and we had a great time. So, Caleb wants to share first what his favorite thing at camp was. He told me yesterday very clearly, so I liked playing with Blaney. And Pavey. And Pavey and Miss Linda. Miss Linda. <laughs> so you'll probably see some pictures up there. Miss Linda took care of that top left picture of Laney and Pavey and Caleb. She spent a lot of time with them. She had her own small group of campers I'm sure she'll talk about. But we just, our families want to just thank, thank Miss Linda for being, because that allowed us to teach and serve in other areas at camp. Um, so I wanted to begin, here, you go see Daddy for a second. My favorite verse since I was a teenager in high school was Matthew 6:33. Seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you. And that's one thing about Camp Crossway. When you go, you have this large building called the Ark and you have J-E-S-U-S. -S. So when you arrive, that's the first thing that you see, Jesus. And at um, the very top of a hill you can pretty much see all throughout camp you have the three crosses and so from the time you get up you have devotion and um, the activities and lessons you're just focused on God um, and everywhere you look and see and um, 
so that's what just overwhelmed my heart. Every time that I go is just a focus on, focus on Christ. Um, our families had an opportunity to go um, for three different years. Um, so I love putting our little pictures together, and that's one thing Mark and I continue to talk about, just the opportunity to go and serve as a family together. We just praise the Lord for that opportunity and, and um, the church sending and Jimmy and Penny and their faithfulness and just what they have done there. Um, ultimately, what I left with is it just inspired me, their intentionality with what they've done there and their faithfulness and focus on Jesus and how he's provided. It just inspired me to come back and think, what else can we be intentional with in our community and with our children and with our, ch and with our church? Because there are children that need that same love and attention and pointing to Jesus here. Um, I love that um, our children got to go <laughs> and serve together. I just think that these are going to be memories, and they're memories founded in Christ that they're going to be able to take with them forever. Um, I love this little picture of Caleb and Pavey in the big chair. Where were we at, Bill? Boomland, okay. I just thought what a perfect place for them to recreate that every year that we were <laughs> able to go. And then this bottom picture on the right is of our small groups. So most adults and even some of our young adults, Kaylee and Lila, each, um, Lexi, you all had groups. I know, Lexi, this is your second or so year of having groups, right? But this was Kaylee and uh, Lila's first year of having small groups, and that's such a special time. But um, the little girl, she's over my head. Um, she was, I met her in my very first Bible study. And she was the girl, I said, sit in the first two rows, and she sat in the fourth row. And she was the only one that did. And, um, you know, I would share something and be excited, and she'd be like, <laughs> she would make this little face. And I was like, oh. So I mentioned her to Ashley, and guess who ended up being in my small group? She did. Jordan ended up in my small group. And it was just an opportunity for me to ignore whatever she, you know, was presenting and just love on her. And I got the biggest hug from her at the end of the week. So I just love the opportunity to build relationships. Um, thank you, Miss Karen. Uh, I just want to say I had a great time at Camp Crossway. Uh, I made a lot more friends than I did last year, I think I did. Uh, I love to do the small groups. Uh, we had a great small group. I had uh, most of my friends were in my small group, and uh, most of my color war team was also in my small group. So I think uh, Austin was my small group leader, and I think I had a really great time uh, with everybody in my small group and everybody in my color war. So. Like Ty said, I had a really great time with my color war friends and we had a great time doing all the stuff like zip lining and that gaga ball pit. <laughs> and it was nice sharing the word of God. I will just mention before I pass the mic on that we do have a few team members that couldn't be with us this morning. Some of them have representatives up here that we'll share, but I will mention uh, that Austin and Sarah Matney could not be here this morning, and they have traveled for many, many years with us uh, and just are a super special part of our team, and they couldn't be here this morning. So I think he mentioned Austin as a small group leader. So just wanted to mention them, and I think the others that couldn't be with us uh, will be mentioned at different points by different folks. And I will just say I'm the world's worst at taking pictures, and I couldn't find a picture of Billy D anywhere on my phone, so I put a picture of his happy place, which is the pond, on his slide. Thank you. You know, I just really appreciated that Greensburg Baptist Church gives us an opportunity to furnish us buses and somebody to drive and go and, and willing to help and work. And every year, almost every year we go, our buses are representative. We stop and get gas, and somebody comes up and said, this time said, you're a long ways from home, and said, where y'all going? And when I told him, he said, she said, I used to live there pretty close to that, and I know where you're going. And she said, I'll pray for you. And I said, would you, would you pray for us today as we travel? Yes. 
And also we was at Walmart getting gas the other day and with uh, Kelly and some of us and the lady was, what, 81. She was, she was much in prayer for us and helping us out there. So I just, I really, really thank you, Greensburg Baptist Church. You are praying for us and helping us as we travel and as we go. It's also, I think this is the best group that I've ever had since I've been going there. Uh, very knowledgeable, very good, respectable. And I used to do the fishing trip, and I had like 16 on one of my groups. Uh, it worked out real great. We had T-Bear helping me some part of the time. And so we, you teach what sometimes what they like to do. And this young lady could not cast, or, you know, to cast her bait out into the water. And I said, well, let me see if I can help you. So as I went over and helped her, and uh, she got where she could cast, and at the end of the week, she caught the biggest fish that we had. So I think about how we train, how we talk, and how we witness and what we do at the, at the very moment that we needed there. So she went away, a happy little girl that she could catch the biggest fish all over the boys and whatever. So also that day, one day they caught, one guy caught a little bad, a little bluegill about three or four inches long as he reeled it in he caught a bish a bass that swallowed the bluegill and caught two fish at one time so we had some joyful moments in that time and and i enjoyed uh trying to t teach them how to fish so my small group i think was from one of the best in the river and some of them was in that and uh, they were very knowledgeable i think young people probably know more about life than we did when we was in high school and can tell you more about things. But as we were sharing, what you're going to do after you leave the camp here, Are you where are you going? Some said vacation, some said to Florida, whatever. And I, let, I kind of led them down the, the road of path of telling me what they're going to do. And then at the end, I said, okay, where are you at the rest of the summer? You'll be a witness. This little boy about this high walks over to me, and he said, you talk just like my mamma. I thought that was, somebody made a point somewhere, and I hope that I, I give God the credit for that, because I, I was trying to lead him up to that point, what you're going to do, how you're going to be a witness. Over the years, as I've been bus director I've tried to keep buses and with the trustees with their help they've been very knowledgeable and very supportive of keeping our buses to where we have a safe trip I just thank God that we have had a safe trips all these years I've seen some things happen that God had to be in to keep us safe so now I just thank you that you are praying for us as we on the road uh, we do make mistakes, and I just thank you, God, that you have given us that opportunity to go out there and be a witness, wherever it may be. It may not be Camp Crossmore, but it may be somewhere else. And I just thank you, Lord, that, that you have given us that knowledge and that understanding that we can go out, and you are a blessing what we do. Thank you. Okay, so <laughs> I'm trying to see what I put on here. Um, first of all, I would like to say that I didn't get a picture of it. <laughs> I'm like Karen. I don't take pictures, really. Um, but anyway, I was on the food crew, and so um, God started stirring in my heart. Um, I'm not even sure when we talked to you, but pretty much at the beginning of this year that um, when we kind of knew we were trying to plan to go to Oklahoma, I was like, I think God wants me to work in the kitchen. And so we kind of talked to Karen about it one day. And unbeknownst to us, you know, God was already working in that scenario. And so um, we needed a food crew. So that was really awesome. We could see God, um, God's plan unfolding just for the whole trip, just way back before it even um, began. And so that was really awesome. So one morning I made an announcement. 
and then our food crew was handled. Like we got <laughs> we got our members, and so that was really awesome too. Um, people answering um, that call to serve in that way. And I will tell you, um, when we found out how many campers we were going to have, I was a little <laughs> overwhelmed. But I thought, if anybody could do it, this group with me up here could. Um, they were really awesome to serve with. We got in that kitchen like we had been there for 20 years. And we worked so well together and laughed the entire time. I was just really blessed all week uh, serving alongside of them from sun up to sundown every single day. <laughs> Um, that was really awesome. I love food and, and filling people's bellies so that they can be physically fed so they can hear God's word and be spiritually fed. So that's really important to me. Um, but I also decided to add a special interest on top of all that that we had going on, which was, um, looking back, might not have been the best idea because it was overwhelming as well. Um, but I am so glad that I got to hang out with this group of girls up here in this picture. Um, we did three days, um, just an hour um, each day of special interest. And if you know me, I love uh, all things baking and um, decorating. And so I kind of pulled some different things to do every day. Um, but the theme of the week was, who am I? And so God really laid upon my heart some specific devos to do with them before we started our special interest that kind of even connected back to the cake design or just um, certain things. But the who am I really spoke to me that, you know, we live in a world now that culture is pushing, um, like, who am I? Like, what is my identity? And it's really pushing some very unbiblical views that these kids are dealing with. And so it was really important for me to try to use even cookies and cupcakes and cake to to show them, like, God has a specific design. He is the designer, and he has placed you in a specific time and place and in family even, even if it's really, really hard. Like, he's got a specific purpose. And so the end of the week, um, we we they decorated this cake with, I didn't even do it. Like, I put the cake together, and then they decorated the whole thing. And they put some words on the cake, like what how they saw themselves in Christ. And um, that spoke volumes to me, because these kids come from very sad home lives, a lot of them. And so to be able to recognize that their identity in Christ is very hopeful um, and not what the world is saying that they're um, identity is, it is really inspiring to me. So I really appreciated um, being able to do that and be given the opportunity to do that. I love these girls. So that was just a little bit of my take. And I will say publicly, too, that I could not have done either one of these jobs had it not been for Linda. Um, I know she had said a couple times, I don't even know what I'm going to do. Like I, I'm like, I know what you're going to do. <laughs> Um, but seriously, like if she hadn't been there, Blake and I would not have been able to serve in the capacities that we served in. And so I want to say thank you, Linda Lou. We love you. Um, thank you for just being open to doing whatever and serving God, however, even if you don't know until the moment of. So, Blake, do you want to let our boys have the mic? River? Uh, I had a good time at camp. I can't wait to go back next year. Uh, made a lot of friends. Or, uh, I had a good small group with uh, Billy, and uh, it was really fun. Okay, so I will just share this for Judah. He was on the rainbow team because he didn't actually have it. He's not old enough to be in the color group. And we found out that that was probably the best team to be on because he got to go and do whatever he wanted to the entire time he was at camp. Um, but he truly loved the camp experience. Um, Ashley came to me every single day and was like, dude, I think he's staying here. Like, I don't think he's going to even go with you on vacation. Like, he's really enjoying himself and um, serving. So it was really cool to even see my six-year-old serve. Josiah. 
cars won't talk. kids come out eagle um it was really a blessing before i forget i do want to thank linda because she was a big help with laney because we all know that she's high energy but those three kids together down here in the bottom corner they had an amazing time um the kitchen crew was definitely handpicked by god because when you're in the kitchen that many hours a day you gotta like your people so <laughs> it worked really well um the bellies that we had to feed these kids, just knowing the background that they come from. And like Emily was talking, you know, to, to feed them, they came hungry physically, but also spiritually. And to be able to help in that aspect was really something. Um, the crosses was my main focus. Everywhere, sorry, I'll keep taking this with me. Everywhere that I keep uh, kept looking, it was the crosses that um, that you would see. And just the beauty of being able to step up there and look around all over and just, it's, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's hard to explain the surreal feeling when you're there, just the whole property. I know we didn't even get a family picture either because I was so just captured by the beauty of the place. Um, Jimmy and Penny and Ashley, just the love that they have for this place and that they share, that they open it up for us to be able to go and just spend a week there is just amazing. I will say it had to be a God thing because when I got there, I'm not, I'm not high maintenance, but I'm not low maintenance either. But we got, <laughs> I'm right in the middle. But we had to, we stayed in a cabin. It wasn't a tent, but I had to check things out. It hadn't been lived in, I don't think, for a little while. And the first, first thing when I opened the cabinet door is a stinking spider. Well, if y'all know me and spiders, but. He helped. He took care of it. We we sprayed some spider spray. And that was, and I know that seems, oh, she's just being silly, but I don't like spiders. So that right there was the devil trying to scare me first thing, like why I'm out here in the middle of nowhere sleeping with spiders. But it, <laughs> but it was very, I, I had to pray over that. And I mean, and I think that was just one of those things that, you know, those fears creep in and, but God took care of it. I prayed just not to get a spider bite, not to let my kids get a spider bite or anything. But, and then also Landon got really sick while we were down there. He had um, a sinus infection and just once again, how God, you know, made a way. He handpicked, I think, each individual that went, you know, if it wasn't for Monica being there and being able to, you know, get us a prescription for antibiotic, you know, he may have been out the whole week, you know, instead of just the two days. So um, I feel like I'm forgetting something, but. I guess the only thing I would add to that is just the blessed time that we had to be able to do that as a family and, and to fellowship with our other families in the church. If you're on the fence about that, I would definitely say consider it because we had a great time. As uh, Kelly coined us the Grub Club, we had an amazing time in that kitchen. But probably the most favorite thing of me was walking early in the morning across that camp. You've heard Karen talk about it, but to experience it, the stillness and God's presence first thing in the morning on that camp is there are really no words to describe it adequately. Uh, I had a really, I had a great time. I, play, I had a great time. Probably small group was probably my favorite part. I played a lot of tetherball, but yeah, I had a great time. I I went thinking I was going to be a to be a blessing to others and I'm sure I was but I will tell you guys I received such a blessing I received it from everyone here as our group and then the kiddos there are just just they're just wonderful. They're just all loving, and they love for you to love on them and hug them. And if any of you know me, that's that's what I like to do. And but from the time I got in the car, the 14-hour trip, woo, was that a long trip? But you guys, it was wonderful. The whole time I was there, and that when I got back, 
the trip coming back, even though Chase was sick all the way back, we, we all still had a good time. But, oh, I just highly recommend everyone to go. The, the kids here, you know, and then the kids there. And, oh, I also have to tell you, the food was fabulous. It's worth going just to get the food. <laughs> it was meals just and plenty of it and the worship and it was just wonderful. I just I love all of y'all's the kiddos and just it was just wonderful. That's all I can say and I just for Miss Karen to put all this together it amazes me what she does and then for you know our pastors and, and all of the ones here willing to go and do it's just you know you all need to love on this whole group here not me this whole group here just love on them because they're all special people but anyway it was wonderful Um, all I can say was it was amazing. Uh, it'll, it changed my life forever. Uh, my small group, the Grub Club, uh, just the time I spent with the kids. My small group, I found out uh, two of the boys' dads were in prison, one for murder. Uh, one of the little boys, his mom had passed away like three years ago from a drug overdose. Uh, little Jack that I'm with, he he didn't believe. He was the only one in my small group that he read the Bible every night when Brother Mark was, was preaching, and he was constantly, the whole time, would read. I shared with, with Blake. I shared with T-Bear. You know, help me talk to him. The night before, the last night, we were all together. All the kids are just so sad that we're leaving and that they're leaving. And they were walking around finding people to hold on to. And Jack was by himself walking around. And I went over and he hugged me. I said, you know, you ain't got nobody. He said he didn't have anybody. And I said, well, I'm not much. But, you know, you got me. I asked him if he wanted to go talk to Pastor Jimmy. And he was he was scared too. And I said, well, I said, you know, do you feel Jesus in your heart? And he said, I do. I said, you can do it right here. Our devotion that we did was the woman at the well and how Jesus meets you wherever you are. It didn't have to be up front. It was in the back with me, <laughs> of all people. But uh, it just was so special. I've written to him. I hadn't heard back, but uh, I sent him a book to help him grow and just I've been praying for him every day and all these kids. Uh, but I just challenge everybody here, if you can go, to go because it'll change you. It's, uh, I have regrets that I hadn't gone before, but, uh, I was glad to have my family there. Jake, you need to go with us next year. But, uh, I mean, it was just the, the time with the kitchen crew, just everything blended together. Like Emily said, we would look on the menu of what we're doing and look in the fridge and we're like, how's this going to work? And it just seemed like we'd go back and stuff was there. You know, people would have bringing stuff in and. It just it just worked. So, thank everybody for your prayers. Okay, so this was my first year to go, and I um, I could, and I will share if anybody who is ever interested just about how the Lord worked it out so that I could go. Um, but it was transformational. It changed my life. I think. These were my two slides that meant the most to me. I'm so thankful for Jimmy and Penny who had the vision to create this place and the lives that have been changed because of a couple that said yes. And so if that doesn't motivate you to say yes, if that doesn't motivate you to say yes when you see the the amazing things that happened because of their faithfulness. So I was, I'm so thankful that I got a chance to go. I'm thankful 
I just have to give a shout out to Karen who has been so faithful in her journey all these years and has gone and introduced my children to Oklahoma and how I feel like it's changed their lives. Um, and Lexi to be able to go with us and for T-Bear and Lexi to take the time out from college and their activities and Isaac and Faith who aren't here but who are faithful and diligent. To, they could have done other things this summer. And Austin and Sarah who are, Austin's in medical school and Sarah, they're young and married and working and they were faithful and they answered the call to go and how many lives were changed because they were willing to do that. And Billy and Tony who've gone and driven for years. I mean, it's just... All, all because you just have to be willing to say yes, and I certainly have been resistant for years to go. I mean, I could let my kids go. I could let everybody else go, but I just couldn't go. I had too many things I had to do, and you don't have too many things you have to do, I can tell you. The Lord really pressed upon my heart that I don't have too many other things to do. So um, I was struck by Otis, who was at Oto Baptist Church, who was their music leader. He was the first person that I felt like the Lord just pressed up on my heart, struggling with depression, and came to service that morning, even though he was struggling, then to find out his granddaughter came to the camp and also had struggles in their family, and just how much that camp means to, and that church means to their whole family and that whole community. So um, the opportunities are endless. No matter what kind of person you think you are, introverted, extroverted, there's a place for you to serve. And the Lord can use anyone there to advance his work. So I'm so thankful to have had the opportunity to go. Um, this was my second year going to Oklahoma. And the bottom right picture is just everyone together. And then the left picture, uh, me walking with a little girl. Her name's Chalice, and she was one of the girls in my small group. And... So is the girl who's in the top middle picture. And I was really nervous at first to have to lead a small group because a lot of times whenever I go to these things, I know that I can help, but I feel like I'm just insignificant and there's nothing I can really do. But being able to lead the small group and talk to them and just see them grow over the week and see how God can just touch their hearts is really inspiring and it helps it helps me to see that like I have more purpose and God can use me and it doesn't matter who you are or what you know or what you think you can do and then on the right that's my color group we were purple and the girl in the front in the tie-dye shirt her name was Sage or her name was Sage and um she was one of the girls who, like, throughout the week, she didn't really listen to many of the lessons, and she kind of sat in the back. But at the end of the week, she was she was just crying so much, and she was really upset that she had to leave. And it's just crazy how, over such a small amount of time, you can just make such strong bonds with the people. So they didn't get to make it today, but I was very glad that they got to go. I didn't know them that well. I knew them through Lila, but it was just such a, it was such a good time that we had. We had so much fun, and they were very, they had, they made such great bonds with the kids too, and I was so glad they got to go. And I'll also say about Chloe and Addison, it's really like, it feels good to know that you have people who share the same beliefs as you and you can talk to. And I feel like it's really important that if you do have friends to just try to get as many as you can to come because we all can, like, impact in different ways. They were able to reach people that I couldn't. I'm a crier, so <laughs> just bear with me. This was my fourth year going. And I get on the church van every year to just be put somewhere. I don't have a significant spot that I want to serve, but wherever I'm needed. And I got to be a little bit of everywhere. 
I got to help Emily with the special interest cake decorating, and I was in the kitchen with everybody. But this year, it was especially hard because all the kids that I had watched grown up for the past three years weren't there anymore. They had all aged out or didn't get to come. But God just always provides a way and always puts new people in your path. But this was my small group. It was Serenity, Lola, T.O., and Eris. And whenever I say T.O. was a hard one to crack, she was a rough one. But by the end of the week, she came up to me just to hug me and tell me that she loved me. And I just think that on our bad days, that may be the best day that they ever have. It's just, it's an amazing experience to go and I will never be able to explain what it does to my heart, not only emotionally but spiritually, and that you won't be able to understand unless you were tr- there. But leaving, it's heartbreaking to know what these kids are having to go to, and some of them you don't know what they have to go to. But I just, I'm glad that I am able to go because I was afraid that this year I wasn't going to get to because of just school and life and that uh, being able to share a Bible study with Thomas and Isaac and Faith for the second year now is just is just life changing because that's not something that I'm very used to doing. I like to sit back and listen. But to be able to go and have these kids understand what you're saying and asking questions and wanting to learn more is it's it's just amazing and then in the middle um the girl with the hat on that's Peyton she was my first girl that I ever had just a great bond with the very first year that I ever went and she she came to about my waist and now she's taller than me but I just I love going I love being able to build a relationship and I'm so grateful for Ashley and Penny and Jimmy and what they do for not only us here in Kentucky, but what they do for so, so many in Oklahoma. All right, so this is my seventh year at Oklahoma. I kind of just picked really the only four pictures I had in my camera roll from the trip, so... Um, obviously I helped Billy with fishing during the week, but, um, it, it never, it never fails to amaze me how, um, each year you plan on going there and, and teaching others, teaching these kids, but you leave being, ended up being the one that was taught and that was poured into. So I had a great time with my small group, a great bond. I hope Ryder can lead one with me next year because he was the one that, that talked it and started it all off and he actually helped me out a lot, so. I just I really encourage everybody who hasn't gone to go next year because uh, it truly is amazing. It truly is an amazing year. Well, I'm not faith, but they didn't get to make it today, so I have stuff they had written, so I'm going to share that with you guys. So Faith said, I had a great first time serving at Camp Crossway. It was so much fun assisting with the climbing and ropes groups in the morning and an honor to be a part of the worship team. My favorite part of this week was being able to hang out with the students and encourage them in different ways. I'm glad I got the opportunity to go, and I can't wait to go back next year. Okay, so this is Isaac's message. First off, I just want to thank the church for their support of our team and supporting us through prayer and your giving. This is my sixth year going to serve at Camp Crossway, and it blows me away each year of how God is faithful to us and how he can change the campers' lives, but our lives as well. In my pictures, you'll see my small group, who never failed to make me smile and laugh. We also learned in our small group that Josiah is an expert Jenga player. I can also testify to that. Very good. In my pictures, you'll also see Bert, who has grown up so much physically and spiritually since we've been coming to Camp Crossway. 
The first year I came to camp, Bert had just turned old enough to come to overnight camp, and now he's over the age gap to come to camp. But this year he came to camp as a counselor to help out Ashley, Jimmy, and Penny. It's been amazing to see Bert grow as a Christian over the past six years. Also in my pictures, you'll see our worship team that led camp through worship songs every night. I just want to thank Sarah and Thomas so much for their faithfulness to camp and helping me lead worship every year because I couldn't do it without them. <laughs> and this year, joining us, we added the cutest drummer I know, my girlfriend, Faith. <laughs> I look forward to the years to come where Faith and I both can serve at Camp Crossway. And in my last picture, you'll see a boy named Kodiak. Kodiak had a love for fishing but needed some assistance. One day, while me and Faith were taking pictures and videos for the highlight video, we saw that Kodiak was having some trouble catching a fish. So me and Faith did our best, and Kodiak caught his first fish on the third day of camp. Later on in the week, I received a letter from Miss Markham that had been written by Kodiak that said, Thank you for not being annoying. <laughs> from my understanding, Brother Blake also received a similar letter from Kodiak, and I just wanted to congratulate Brother Blake for not being annoying as well. Once again, thank you, Greensburg Baptists, for supporting us and allowing us to go to Camp Crossway and changing these young children's lives. So this is my second year coming to camp, and I love it. Every time I go, it's just, it's just an amazing place. So um, I taught a dance class again, so that's the picture on the bottom right. We didn't have that many girls, but it's always great to just make those connections with people. And we had a great time. And then this was my first year with a small group. And Addison and I had a small group together. And just like Lila, we were a little bit nervous for the small group. But it ended up being one of our favorite times during camp. Just their willingness to share about their day and about the lessons they have learned was just really inspiring. And then the picture in the middle that's Chalice. We weren't that close until like, I don't know, the second or third day of camp, and she was just so special, and I just love her. And the picture in the top, that's me and Pavy. I loved that. I love that entire families can go and serve and that these campers get to see, like, what a family looks like with both their parents in the picture. So even though it can be hard with a bunch of kids everywhere it's still a good example and I love that they could go so I can't wait to go back okay so I think everybody's already mentioned everything I thought I might mention this morning so uh I'm just gonna kind of piggyback off some things they said and I won't talk long but uh the picture in the upper right is the morning devotional out around the flagpole, and that's something they started just a couple of summers ago, but this goes back to what, um, I'm not even sure who said this, but just talking about pulling into the camp, I think Lindsay said this, and you see the sign that says Jesus, and every part of every day is about Jesus, and every part of every day is about sharing the gospel, and uh, so I just love that we start our day, uh, and Brother Blake was able to share devos in the morning for us this year, so I'm grateful for that. Um, and the bottom picture was just at worship, and uh, they've talked about the worship pavilion that they've been able to build, and and just uh, that sweet spirit that we felt every night, and there was a little girl that one of them has talked about that was really struggling one night, you know, and I, I had had this conversation with uh, my nephew Eli got to go with me this year, and we had this conversation before we left. I said, Eli, they're just like me and you. They're kids just like you. You know, he was a little asking lots of questions, and I said, they're just like us. And, and I took this picture because, just like here, I was sitting at the screen, and then the whole church just gathers around that little girl and puts their hands on her and prays. And I thought, they're just like us. That's just like Greensburg Baptist. They go home to different uh, situations, and they deal with things that we may not deal with, but they're just like us, and God is God no matter where you go. And it's our job to share that God no matter where we go. Um, and then you've heard others comment just about uh, our young people, and I say this every time we share, but our young people just impress me, and they amaze me, and they set such an example while we're there, 
They will do anything I ask them to do. They'll do anything that needs to be done. And I know these young ladies were nervous about having a small group, but I want you to know that it did something for my heart every morning when I'm sitting in the ark in the mornings by myself having some quiet time. And four of our young ladies come in with their Bibles, and they sit around a table, and they have their quiet time in their Bible study. When they could have been sleeping in, they could have been out on the playground playing with the kids, but instead they were getting themselves and their hearts ready for the day ahead so that they could share. So, so that's just our four girls coming in. And, and then I had to put a funny. I talk about Oklahoma. It's like my second home, and Jimmy and Penny and Ashley are just my family that I only get to see once a year. But I told Jimmy he was really helping me not be homesick this year when he brought the Porta John truck in and had a couple of Porta Johns dropped off one day. I said, you really wanted me to feel like I was at home this year. So I just had to put a little funny in. But uh, I'm just so thankful for each and every person that went this year. And I was a little intimidated when, because originally we had 35, 36 signed up to go. And we got down to 33. And I'm usually traveling with about 15. And I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. But God knew we needed 33 people. God knew that there would be 60 campers. God knew that we needed every person that got on that van or in a car that week. And so that's what I want to just leave you with is don't worry about is there a spot for me. I can guarantee you there is a spot. And we may not be sure what it is when we pull out of this parking lot from Greensburg, but God shows us and he provides the way. Um, Eli fell and busted his head wide open one day, and Aunt Karen didn't have to freak out because Dr. Monica was there and she took care of it. And then when I had to call his mom and daddy and say, Aunt Karen let him fall and bust his head wide open. And then I handed the phone to Monica. And I said, Monica, would you explain to them that he's okay? <laughs> so everybody has a reason. And we may not know that until we get there. But please, please go ahead, Kirby, and put the next slide up. Start praying right now, today, about Camp Crossway 22. The dates are already in the book. We're already on the list. So I challenge each of you to start praying now about whether you'll be on a van that leaves on the 18th, whether you're going to put together craft supplies and send them with us like Miss Melissa did this year, whether you're going to be praying uh, from Greensburg, whether you can donate money and supplies to see their work through the year. Just start praying right now uh, that God will reveal to you what his plan is for you in 2022. Yes, it's just encouraging, right? I think one thing that's hard to always capture is, unless you're there, you just don't realize the intentionality of the gospel being shared. And from morning to night, that's that was the heartbeat of what was happening, um, of sharing the gospel in the mornings around the flagpole. Um, there was the gospel being shared. Um, and then soon after they had activities, you saw them fishing and doing, but what you don't know is there was intentional conversations happening, moments where we would stop and pause and from baseball or whatever we're doing, and talk about the gospel um, in those groups. And then they would have an hour of going to Bible story, and they would ha hear the gospel being shared, the truth of God's word. And they would gather um, in the afternoon for activities, and those activities, they would hear more about the gospel. That night at worship, they would hear Mark preach and hear our young people leading in worship and hear the gospel. After worship, we would gather in small groups and t help them understand. Do you understand the gospel and what's happening here? What's going on in your life? And so... Throughout the day, from morning to night, it was just constantly the gospel. And man, when I see that and a part of that, it just uh, fires my heart up. So I, I want to leave today maybe with just helping you work through, God, what do you want me to do? And so I want to throw these at you three, kind of rapid fire really quickly as we prepare to launch out and go. It's first is desire. Have you begun to notice maybe a desire to be a part of, of this ministry? It's just one example, right? But I, I'll never forget, it was... I guess a couple of years ago, Emily and I have been back in 2012. We joined the team. We had not been back since, and we had been talking about it some, but the Oklahoma team shared that day, and I remember Emily and I walking out saying, man, we're going to be a part of that next time. Just God had captured our heart and hearing what they were doing, just hearing these discipleship conversations, hearing the gospel was so central to what they were doing. Emily and I walked out saying, hey, we want to be a part of that. And maybe today, you, you're already sensing that. And it's not maybe just Oklahoma. Maybe in a couple of weeks when you hear about changers, 
Um, again, just other areas of ministry. But you begin to feel that desire inside of you. Like, I want to be a part of that. God, I, I could use, maybe you could use me, God. I don't know how, but maybe I'm just sensing, God, you want me to do something. So that desire begins. And then there's opportunity, right? So you, you have a desire, and then the opportunity shows up, and it flashes on the screen. And it says, hey, you've got a whole year to begin planning. Because some of you, I know, man, your, your books are packed, right? I mean, you, it's just hard to find something in your calendar week to be open. But now you've got a year out to begin thanking and preparing and saying, man, there's an opportunity, God. I have this desire in my heart to want to disciple people and share the gospel, and maybe, God, you could use me. And, I, and so I, I want to encourage you as you begin thinking about opportunity. So desire and then opportunities. There's an opportunity to act upon that desire God's put in your heart. And again, I'm not talking just about Camp Crossway. I'm talking about life. And then the third one I think that comes together to that is gifting. So you have desire, you have an opportunity, and then gifting. And I think gifting is important, right? I mean, I remember back in first grade when I just thought, man, I, I want to be an artist. I want to be a painter. And so our first grade classroom, Ms. Clark there, we, we, we were working. And I'll never forget, we were all painting these portraits or doing these little designs. And, and we we're going to have the class vote. And so I'd been working on mine. And I remember showing it to my mom. And she's like, oh, man, that is just absolutely wonderful, Blake. You did such a great job. And so I remember going back to school that day. And our, our class was going to take a vote on who did the best. And we would show it up. And, and we would go against other classes. And so I just thought for sure that my artwork was going to be the one chosen. And needless to say, they chose another kid. And I remember in that moment, right, it was just kind of like one of those clarifying moments that sometimes we just need a community of people to speak truth in our lives. And, and, and the truth was that there was another kid in my class that he was absolutely phenomenal. His dad was actually an artist, and he obviously had those same gifts. And, and my point in sharing that is, is that you need the church body to help come alongside of you. Right, You have desires and there's opportunities, but sometimes you're wondering, God might use me. And I, I want to let you know that God has gifted each of you in different ways. And he's given you gifts. Some of you, again, it, it's with, with cooking and doing. And so, man, you, you could be a part of that team. For others of you, listen, it would just be really helpful, right, just for people that say, you know what, I, I can drive a bus. I can help get 30-plus people or whatever out there. I, I can help do that. Some of you, man, you're just gifted in teaching, and so you could help be a Bible teacher and, and, and help pour in there or be a small group leader, right? Of just you're walking with Christ faithfully, and, and you would just, man, you would love maybe the opportunity just to sit down with kids and have conversations. Some of you strengthen, right, with, with archery or canoeing or, right, I mean, on and on, sports and different things. And you just say, you know what, I could go there. I could be a part of help leading that area of doing that. And those are just a few examples of ways, but I want to encourage you as you think about your life and you think about whether it's Camp Crossway or Changers or Missions or, or different areas of ministry in the church, you have a desire. You start to sense that within, this burning desire. You start thinking about it in your prayers. You hear it as you read the scriptures. You begin to see that opportunity. Is there an open door set before you? God just kind of saying, hey, here it is. And then gifting. You begin to notice your gifting, and, and what you might find out is, it's kind of like you heard the testimony there, is, is that people started to discover their gifting, guess what, when they started serving. And the church body then, others on the team start to come along and say, hey, I see how God is using you in that way. Hey, I see how God's using you. And again, you, you may think, man, it's insignificant, but I, I want to encourage you that every part of the body God has organized to bring Him glory. And I want to compel you to go. And what I want to compel you to go with is just as we close is this moment from Revelation 5. Revelation 5 is this unbelievable moment in which this scroll is written there and it has seven seals on it. No one's able to break the scroll or open its seal. It says that no one was found worthy in heaven or on earth or under the earth. Like nobody. And it says that John begins to weep. And one comes to him and says, do not weep. For there is one that is found worthy. To open the scroll and to break its seals. He is the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, the lamb who was slain and yet lives. And this moment comes, and listen to what happens. This beautiful moment. Again, you're thinking about Camp Crossway. You're hearing about Nick and Kendra and Zimbabwe. You're thinking about the nations this morning, right? Because as we go out there, the Native American people, right, we have a desire to reach them with the gospel. What bursts that desire? What compels this church to go? What would compel you to get on a bus for 14 hours one way 
some of them struggling with, with, with having cool air, what might compel you to leave your job or your family or your farm or all your demands or miss all-star tournaments, all these things? Like, What would compel us to do that? I think it is this vision of the resurrected lamb. Listen to this statement, verse 9 of Revelation 5. And they sang a new song saying, Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God. Listen to this. From every tribe and language and people and nation. And they're around the throne giving glory to God. That is the vision of where we're headed. And my question to you is, how will you be a part of that? How will you be a part of taking the gospel that this vision might become into its fulfillment of people from every nation, every tribe, every tongue, and every language? Part of that is this church going to Camp Crossway. Part of that is us giving to international missions and supporting people like Nick and Kendra Moore. And part of that will be some of you from leaving this congregation and leaving your family, your community, and your home and going to other lands and other communities and other nations to take the gospel to them. That we might see the one who is worthy, glorified and honored as only he is. And that you in some small way, and I in some small way, and this church body in some small way, would be a part of seeing the nations come to know Christ. Let that compel us to go. Would you pray with me? Father, thank you for Christ high and lifted up. Father, behold our God. Thank you, God, for the opportunity to go and to share. Lord, we realize that when we come back, there are never words that you can adequately put together, but thank you for the opportunity to share the gospel in so many ways. Thank you for hearing Mark preach the gospel clearly night after night. Thank you for Bible study time of hearing the gospel taught and Christ pointed to. Thank you, God, for small groups and opportunities to pull off to the side and say, do you understand the gospel? Where are you right now with Christ? Father, thank you for moment after moment after moment of planting seeds and watering seeds. But we all humbly acknowledge, God, that it's only you who gives the growth. So, Lord, we pray now that you would continue to do what only you can do. And that in this moment, Lord, I trust that by the greatness of your grace and your majesty and your sovereignty, that you are calling families, you're calling couples, you're calling individuals, you're calling singles to come and to partner with this church body to reach the nations right here in our own nation. Father, strengthen us now. May your spirit do the work. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. We invite you this morning to come. and Maybe it's a time of just praying, considering, God, how might you use me? Maybe you realize that you don't even know this Christ to whom this church has gone to go out to Oklahoma with. I want to compel you to look unto Christ, the Christ who lived a sinless life, right and who goes to the cross, dying on the cross, suffering the wrath and the judgment of God that you and I might be forgiven, that we might be declared innocent in the presence of God. He was buried on the third day by the power of God. He was raised again. He is seated at the Father's right hand. As we studied last week, they're interceding for us. And one day he will return again. That all people and nations and tribes and languages who have repented and believed on that gospel might know him and worship him for all eternity. Do you know him? Will you be a part of that day in Revelation 5? I compel you to repent of your sins, turning unto Christ and believing on him. We can invite you this morning to come, sing, worship with us this morning. We behold our God.